Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here's Marketplace Veteran and your host, Bob Lambert. Hey, good Saturday afternoon here in Chicago, beaming worldwide here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. I'm Bob Lambert. I'm the host of Faith Marketplace and the founding partner of Samurai Business Group. We offer entrepreneurs, individuals, small mid-market companies, and their teams advanced business development and sales skills training. Most of our clients report that they have doubled or tripled their top-line revenue within 12 to 18 months. Here at Samurai Business Group, we help put the win back in your sales. Say, listen, today, I am so pumped. I'm so excited. We're finally back in studio here at AM 1160, seeing all my old friends and some new ones. And I'm really, really excited about a guest that we have on today because I've known this young gentleman probably about five years, I think. And so he's got... Fashion seatbelts because you're going to get knocked out with a story we're going to give you today and the fabulous business that he's created, a God-honoring business. But I'd like to introduce you to Matt Deutschman. He is the CEO of Double Take Promotional Marketing here in Chicago. But formerly, before that, he was from uh, the Big Apple. So, uh, Matt, welcome. Thanks so much, Bob. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Matt, you know, I've known you for a while, but uh, let's let the audience know. Let's give them a little history here, a little background, because it's pretty quite a bit of a transformation for you. So why don't you share with them uh, a little bit about your background, your story? Sure. Um, well, moved to Chicago about uh, five and a half years ago. Started my business in 2010 in New York, where I am <clears throat> originally from, where I grew up. And... Um, uh, had my company uh, going and was, you know, working in Chicago to build a network and, and meet people in the business community. You were one of the right. one of the first people that I uh, connected with upon being here because you seem to know everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I think you know we when we were just talking. One of the the um, takeaways from that initial meeting, you handed me a postcard um, with some information about this radio show, Faith Marketplace, and um, kind of filed that way in the back of my mind and um, had 1160 on my presets. Um, fast forward a, a little over five years ago, my uh, my my son was born. Um, um, I grew up in a, in a Jewish family, mm-hmm. and um, I uh, my relationship with God was... Um, I, I was more of a cultural mm-hmm. uh, Jew. I, I wasn't, um, didn't have a personal relationship with God. It wasn't something that I, you know, I didn't, didn't really have faith. Um, and um, when my son was born a little over five years ago, um, we went through some really serious complications um, when he was first born and we almost lost him. Mm. And um, that experience uh, spoke to me in a way that, kind of led me to um, to recognize the existence of God uh, as a supreme being. Um, it was kind of a rock bottom moment of my life. And um, my son made a, a miraculous recovery. Um, we were in the NICU at uh, the Children's Hospital for eight days. And each day there was just a, a, a huge milestone that he uh, 
overcame to uh, to to move toward you know at first survival and then uh, thriving and being able to, to take him home. Um, and um, that entire experience just spoke to me in a way that was uh, was supernatural. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a I'm a very analytical yep. kind of uh, <laughs> intellectual person, so it wasn't just you know I needed that that. Uh, um, emotional experience was what prompted me to kind of then investigate um, the existence of God on a more uh, intellectual level. Okay. Um, and so through that entire process, um, you know, of questioning and finding answers um, brought me on a journey to, uh, to a point where I was ready to, to, you know, to, to, uh, to come to faith. Mm. Um, you know, and it was about, it was about four years ago that I, you know, finally gave my life to the Lord. Um, and it was, you know, I was 31 years old. Uh, I had my own business, had, uh, an amazing kid, um, amazing wife, uh, house, you know, I was in control of everything or so I thought, and I, you know, I had no, nobody could tell me anything to do. I had everything materially that I could ever imagine wanting in life, but, um, there was just still something missing. There was, uh, it, 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 I, I remember thinking to myself, okay, now what, you know, do I just do this for another 50 years if I'm lucky? And, and, uh, um, you know, and so just, you know, confluence of a lot of events, um, you know, uh, different people that I met through business who, uh, you know, kind of just put a bug in my ear or who, um, someone I met through business who invited me to church. And, um, uh, I, I, my wife is, is Christian, um, she wasn't really, um, you know, uh, walking with the Lord at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she always enjoyed going back to church, um, on Christmas and Easter. So, okay. a Christian. Um, <laughs> so we were, we were back in New York visiting my family for Passover, mm-hmm. um, in Easter 2017, I guess it was. And we attended a friend of mine who was a pastor at a church and, um, you know, God, God set up a lot of things uh, right. <laughs> in, in, in the, in the background for me many years prior. But um, I was like, hey, why don't we check out Will's church? And, he, you know, uh, so we went and uh, I, I can't tell you what it was um, during that Easter service in 2017. But there was something there that spoke to both my wife and me um, that sort of led her on a path of recommitting herself and and me on a path of uh, of, of coming to faith uh, in Christ. And um, it was a couple months you know, after that. I think it was uh, it was September of 2017 that I finally uh Gave my life to the Lord. So, yeah, what so a what a terrific story, and I am <laughs> just so thrilled, Matt, because you know from that very first meeting that we had, and uh, and I, you know, it was kind of habitual for me to just hand out cards because I didn't know where you're at <laughs> with the faith or anything else, and and for you to come back, you know, a couple of years ago and say, hey, Bob, uh, we got to get together. I got something to tell you because <laughs> I didn't know. I, I had yeah. no clue. So, folks, what that is is that's got to be an encouragement. You know, Lord's put us here to plant seeds. Okay, and you never know who's going to water them and grow them after that. So I'm kind of like Johnny Appleseed. I just plant seeds. I let other people take a water and grow it and leave it up to God, you know. And here's one of those stories. I mean, uh, I'm not down here for a body count. You know, I think uh, what I, I'm waiting for is when I get up there in front of him and he says, well done, good and faithful servant. Look at you brought me and I'm not going to have a clue to any of it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that that to me will be the, you know, the victory of getting, you know, uh, to Amen. the glory. Um you know, one part you left out, Matt, that was very critical, 
Uh, why did the New York boy come to Chicago? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, born and raised in New York, uh, came to Chicago actually for college, um, right. went to Northwestern. That's right. where I met my wife. We were both uh, back in New York after college. Um, she works for a New York-based company. They were opening up a Chicago office about five and a half years ago, okay. right after we got married. And um, they gave her a great opportunity to be part of the launch of the new office. And we already had some connections to Chicago right. through you know, people exactly. we knew from going to college. and. She's not from New York originally, so she, she was never a heart set on staying there. Um, so I begrudgingly came along. And it's, and you it's, haven't looked back been, since, no, right? Awesome. And you found out there was something beyond the Hudson, right? Yeah. <laughs> there is something out here beyond the Hudson. Uh, you know, I got a lot of New York friends, and it, it, I always chide them, have you been outside of New York? You know, have you traveled the country a little bit? See? And, uh, and yeah, it's really – hey, look, you did something in – you know, uh, we do this little interview kind of pre-thing, and you, you did a, something with a quote. Uh, and I'd like for you to share that with the audience and what was behind that. Uh, um, so the church that my family uh, is a part of here, um, I have been involved um, a little bit in, in working in the children's ministry, mm-hmm. um, uh, especially it, it really started since uh, the pandemic. I prepared um, a series of, um, of video lessons for, for the, the, the kids and, I remember the first one, that, and, and for a lot of this, as a relatively new believer, you know, these are, these are <laughs> lessons that are, I'm learning more from these lessons than the kids. In, in yeah, right. So, um, so this one in particular was about the definition of integrity, which came from uh, Proverbs 10.9, and um, the definition that was given is doing what is right in all situations. And mm. um, just after reading up uh, um, to prepare that lesson for the kids, I you know, I, I said, well, that's it. I'm, I'm implementing <laughs> That's, that's the guiding principle in my business as well. So I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah and, and in the next segment, we're going to get a little deeper into something also has been made very trans- transformational for you as far as the business goes, right? Mm. We're going to talk about that a little bit. And, uh, also, uh, you know, the, the business itself, you know, just in a brief minute and a half we have left, just let's tease them a little bit. Cause we're going to put more on that, uh, you know, later, but what is really promotional marketing, just briefly? Yeah, in a nutshell, we put logos on anything. We do promotional <laughs> products and branded merchandise. Right. Uh, it's lovingly known as swag. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's, that, so that's what we do. Um, we have a specific segment of, of target markets and types of clients that we work with and a specific way of doing it. But that's what we do in a nutshell. Yeah, and that's very special for exactly what we're going to get across your point of distinction today. Because there's a lot of folks out there that do this stuff but very few that do it with intention and purpose like you do, and, and also the professionalism, which is really, mm. really important, I think. And, uh, you know, and, and also that awakening for you, you know, as to some of that, because I think uh, what I heard you say, this transformation has really impacted the business also and how you're looking at the business. And, and certainly <clears throat> being involved in one of these groups, these peer groups, I can tell you that was absolutely transformational for me. We're going to get back to that in the next segment, though, folks. In the meantime, we're going to tease you a little bit. Uh, I, he's got some, a terrific giveaway today. And believe me when I tell you, you're going to want to know about this. You're going to want, once I tell you and give you, but you got to hang around. So in the next segment, I'm going to give you what you have to text to and the magic key word to get this fabulous gift that he's given away today, okay? But uh, we're going to be back here and uh, shortly with my guest, Matt Deutschman, the CEO of Double Take Promotional Marketing. 
and he's going to tell you everything you ever need to know about how to do it the right way. I know we're going to have that. And other things, too. we got just an exciting show today, so please stay tuned. We're going to be right back. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Matt Deutschman. And uh, we're going to dive in here a little bit more as to what the heck is this double-take promotional marketing and some just really cool stuff. And, of course, as I told you, he's got a fabulous gift for every listener today. And we're going to let you, have, let you in on that in, uh, in a little bit. But Matt, let's uh, let's just get into a little bit more of double take and what's going on with that. Um, so, what is the ideal customer for your client? Let's let's kind of let our audience know how cool this stuff is and what you do because they're probably used to a lot of the stuff, right? The logos in the coffee mugs and this thing and that thing. But uh, you have some very specific things you kind of do. So, who's kind of the clients that you like to work with, or especially uh, for you? Yeah, over the years we've we've developed an expertise working with. Um, primarily four different target markets, okay. um, so four verticals. One is uh, is construction. Um, one is uh, higher education. We do mm-hmm. a lot of work with colleges and universities. Okay, we even developed our own mock uh, double take university brand. Oh wow! Um, to connect on a more deep level with our uh, higher education clients. Yep. Our uh, our mascot is the double take defenders because we're the <laughs> defenders of your brand standards. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, we do a lot with professional services and financial services mm-hmm. companies. Um, so, what does that mean? Professional services and financial services. Give us some examples. Yeah, it could be um, accounting firms, law firms, uh, wealth management, financial planning, um, uh, investment advisory, trading, um, hedge okay. funds. Banks? Uh, do you do anything with banks? Um, a little bit with banks, also. Okay. Yeah, um, really, where there are are uh, producers, you know, people who are, are out soliciting clients. And Here's what I want to pull. Uh, I want to back up a little bit. Construction mm-hmm. firms. Now, is there? Uh, uh, the construction's a pretty wide open thing. So, mm. what particularly have you found, or you specialize in? Um, we do. So, it, it's some of the work that we do for construction firms is similar uh, to our professional services and uh, financial services, and okay. that's in the realm of client appreciation, mm. uh, employee engagement, and recruiting. Um, those okay. three areas are something that we're really, really um, big. So give uh, us an example of what that looks like, client appreciation. What's that mean? Yeah, sure. So uh, you know, here we are in, in the middle of the summer, but we're already talking to our clients about their holiday gifting ah, strategy. We okay. do a tremendous amount of, um, of holiday gifts that our clients use to show appreciation to their clients and their referral sources. Got it. Um, so that's where um, you know, a lot of our professional services – uh, clients are, are very active and um, you know and, and, and financial as well. So, is there ideas of w- what kind of thing do you ideate for people as to Absolutely. what they can do or what it might be? You got a budget. Here's what we can do. So, is there an example of something that you did and how well that turned out for somebody? Yeah, we've got one client in particular that's uh, an accounting firm, and mm-hmm. um, uh, we do their annual um, staff holiday gift for their two thousand some odd. Employees. Wow. Um, usually, that's an apparel-related gift. They like to do something uh, in that realm. Okay. Um, so we, what we'll typically do is we'll create a uh, um, a web store okay. um, where they can share out the store link to all of their employees, ah. where everyone can choose their size. Um, if the, if we're giving them an option of different items or different uh, you know graphic elements, uh, okay. they can make their selection there. Um, 
And then something that was uh, extremely useful last year, um, everyone can choose their desired shipping address. Uh, last year, we uh, were drop shipping a lot of these gifts right. uh, directly to people. Now, um, we still do that for client appreciation mm-hmm. gifts, but uh, for the, the staff uh Gifts usually we'll we'll do bulk deliveries to uh, to different offices. Got it. Um, on the client side, for for that particular client, um, you know we'll we'll do uh, a wide range. We've done um, you know Godiva chocolate gift towers, all with their branding on it. We've right. done um, you know they they did a wine tasting at a, a vineyard for their clients a few wow. years ago, and we did wow. Um, so so we supplemented that with. Uh, a bottle of wine from the vineyard and um, uh, etched wine glasses with their logo etched in it, wow. and uh, with the the client's initials etched in it as well to make a really. What nice was the reaction to that from the? Oh, they client. they had um, really, po- especially with the personalization. Oh yeah, um, that's where it really kind of goes the extra mile. Um, you know, to 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 go a long way. So yeah, um, yeah. So we we've done a lot of things. Uh, uh, with regard to that, let's cover um, the advertising marketing agencies. I know that's another big yeah. one for you. So, how do you how do you work with those guys? Yeah, that's that's really our fourth uh, our vertical that we work with: um, advertising agencies, marketing firms, branding agencies, PR, um, and usually it's you know they're developing an overall uh, strategy, an overall mm-hmm. uh, program for their client. Um, one component or one tactic of which it you know relates to promotional products. Um, so they need. Uh, a valuable resource that they can rely on, and, and we're that resource. We, you know, we're, we're a marketing company first and foremost. We speak the right. language, we uh, we understand, um, you know, how to to, you know, ultimately make our clients uh, look good. So. Well, you know, that's the one of the things I want to get into here a little bit is what does make you unique because you got a plethora of people out there that do what you do, and people can go out online and get all over the place. So, yeah. what what is it that what's that spe- special sauce for Double Take that you've created? Yeah, it started really, you know, 11 years ago when I started the company, um, I was coming, I, I have a journalism background. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my, uh, you know, I wanted to be a sports writer. And what is journalism? It's it's asking questions and telling a story. Right. Um, and what is marketing? Asking questions and <laughs> telling, telling a story. story right. So the, the, really the way I got, uh, I got started doing this and just, you know, what, what has always come naturally to me uh, in working with my clients is asking lots of questions mm-hmm. to understand their brand, understand their story understand mm-hmm. what's going to be compelling and then telling that story um, just through a different medium. You know? I love so, what you're lo- that whole uh, motto would defend your brand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and that's where that came from is, uh, you know, understanding that client segment and how best to, to reach them and, and make a deeper connection. You know, and, and being that you've picked these vertical markets, I'm, I'm my, my feeling would be, and I, I believe this with you, you've gone deep in those markets to really understand the marketplace too, right? Yeah, for because sure. that's what makes you unique that you can come up with and use your own creative talent to come up with suggestions or ideas and frame it out. But I think one of the other things that you touched on too was uh, first and foremost strategy, right? Mm-hmm. Behind this, because a lot of your competitors don't offer that; they're just order takers, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, there's some creativity involved, but from a marketing strategic standpoint, that's where uh, you know, because I, I had my own marketing agency. I worked with a person like yourself that brought ideas to me. We sat down and we brainstormed over stuff. We looked at it. But he, like you, asked a lot of questions. What is this for for this client? What's this client about? Educate me about the client. And we then would come up with something very specific and very unique. 
So is that kind of, uh, in a nutshell, what you're doing with these guys? Yeah, we we have a, a distinct uh, discovery process that we go through with all of our clients, including our agencies that we work with. Sure. Um, you know, we, we won't take on a new client unless we can go through that discovery process and really ask yep. the, the important questions because at the end of the day, we have access to millions of different products. Right. Um, but it's our job to, to you know, determine the product that's going to be most effective for the client's need. And how do we do that by asking questions and getting a full understanding? If a client comes to us and says, hey, we need pens, we're still going to go through the process right. of asking all the questions. And right. if we land on pens as the most effective product right. to accomplish the objective that they have for that project, great. Right. But we need to go through the process to get there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm all for it. I'm all that the, the technique. You're taking something right out of my playbook of my business. That's exactly <laughs> what I coach and teach everybody to do. It's called discovery, you know, and asking good Socratic questions to be able to pull that out of people. Um, you know, so we talked about a bit of that distinction and uniqueness of what you have. Just give me a, a quick story about where you come into somebody, you did the, the questionnaires, you came through everything, and they wanted pens, but it ended up being, you know, a two-hump camel. You got something else going. <laughs> um, well, this this story, uh, it's uh, something that, that uh, happened a few years back. We, uh, we, have, we had one client that uh, is, you know, I said that we do a lot with uh, higher education. So we had a, mm-hmm. a, a client that was a college um, that uh, was is kind of on the border between New York and New Jersey. They're just over okay. the, into the New Jersey uh, side. And but they still pull a lot of students from the New York area. Um, they were they were um, going to be um, exhibiting, sponsoring a minor league baseball game um, uh-huh. on the New York side of the border. And, you know, the typical uh, products you might think of for that type of use is like, you know, baseball shaped stress balls or foam fingers. Um, right. <laughs> you know, something like that. But. You know, we did a lot of um, digging to to really um, ask who their target market is, who who are they trying to reach um, with that uh, promotion, and it turns out that a lot of the the um, the types of students they were trying to reach were um, adult education ah. candidates, uh, you know, continuing education students. Okay, um, and so this was uh, probably about you know four or five years ago, and um, we obtained the promotional schedule from the minor league baseball team found that eighties night was one of the, uh, the promotional dates they had on their schedule. Um, we thought people didn't, you know, in their thirties or forties looking to do continuing education would be nostalgic about the eighties. Right. Um, so we, we recommended that to the college, um, and came up with, uh, you know, some different ideas of products centered around the eighties theme. And the one that we wound up going with, um, which was a huge hit, was a Rubik's cube. Oh, so wow. it's educational. It's from the eighties. Um, right. and on each side of the Rubik's cube, we used a photo. Um, of, it's a gorgeous ballpark where you could see the sunset while you're watching the game. And they also have a, a, a beautiful campus wow. with an iconic, um, arch structure on campus. So wow. we got some great photos, um, still used one side of the cube with just the, you know, the name of the college and the URL in each box. So they right. get scrambled up. But, um, you know, that was something that really tied together all the elements and uh, allowed their brand to shine. It was a huge hit. <laughs> huge hit. We even got feedback from the, the, the baseball team that it was the best um, received from promotion they had all year. Wow. Season, so. Hey, folks, I told you to stay tuned because we got goodies. And here it is. Text me at 312-210-0603 with the keyword barometer. And Matt has something very special that he's going to take you out. They have a double-take 
brand barometer. And uh, we'll, when we come back at the break, he's going to explain exactly what that means, okay? So you got to stay tuned. you got to stay tuned to come back because i got to tell you something. I've been in marketing, been around sales a long time, and there is just a plethora of stuff that can be done. A lot of people don't realize how creative you can get with some of these things. And, uh, and Matt's the guy that can do that. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. And get out there and check out SamuraiBusinessGroup.com also, and also our website, FaithMarketplace.com. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Here again with my special guest, Matt Deutschman, Double Take Promotional Marketing. He is the owner and CEO of that. Uh, he's been around now how many years now? 11 years. 11 years. Wow, and it just seems like yesterday, I bet. <laughs> and uh, there's been some pretty dramatic things that have happened in those 11 years, and particularly, as you shared with our audience, the uh, first part of this is your particular transition and coming to faith, right? Yeah. Now, there's been a little bit more of a transition here in the last couple of years also, so why don't we share with the audience of how the transformation came as far as the business goes, okay? Yeah, I, the key for me is that in this line of work, um, as much as I think I have control, there is literally nothing I can control in my business. Um, you know, we, we have thousands of different manufacturers and suppliers for our products. We rely on all of them in order to uphold our reputation for our clients. Um, if anything goes wrong, I wish I can get my hands dirty and get in that factory and do it myself, but that's just, it's not the reality. Um, so some, so, I mean, this, this, this business is a daily lesson for me in relinquishing control. And, um, and, and it's also taught me to, um, maintain my identity solely in God, you know, mm. God, God gives me my identity, not business success or, uh, or anything material, uh, anything fleeting, any, anything I can, say or do for a client, if I just maintain uh, my identity in, in who God says that I am, um, you know, that, that's, that's number one. That's the, the most important thing and, mm-hmm. you know, cause everything else fades away. So, uh, you were in a secular group, uh, very popular one that a lot of people know, one of the biggest ones in the world for a peer group for CEOs and presidents to work on their business. But you found that that was a little bit lacking. Uh, from a, 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 a spiritual standpoint or maybe from a, a faith standpoint. And so you got turned on to one that is faith-based, right? So why don't you share with the audience what happened with that? <laughs> yeah, um, you know, w- once uh, once I was saved, I, um, I, I was part of a business group that I, that I got tremendous value out of for, for several years, um, you know, in bouncing ideas off of other business owners and um, processing challenges. Um, but, um, I was looking for something that had more of a faith component and where I would feel more comfortable and, and feel as though I'd get more feedback and accountability when I would, um, you know, discuss my decision-making process in terms of, uh, of my faith mm. and how it relates to my business. So, um, you, uh, mm. as, as you're so impactful in my life and my, my <laughs> career, you recommended I check out Convene, um, mm-hmm. which is a, an organization of Christian CEOs and business leaders. Yep. Um, and so I joined a Convene uh, board in late uh, 2019, mm-hmm. and it's been just absolutely phenomenal. Every major uh, transition or decision or um, uh, new project or opportunity or challenge that I come across in business, um, I, I 
discuss it and, and hash it out with the fellow uh, Christian business leaders in my convene board. Mm-hmm. And how's that made a difference from the other group that you were in for you? Um, it's, uh, well, it's, it's spirit led. Um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, there's a, there's, there's a devotional component of it. It's, you know, there's, there's a, an enormous faith component of just the agenda and structure of the, the meetings, which right. I, you know, I, I now have an affinity for and, and five years ago did not. Um, but, uh, you know, even just beyond that, knowing that, um, the, the guidance, uh, and, um, direction that I'm getting from the other peers in the group is coming from a place of, um, you know, like-minded faith. Um, right. It's, uh, it, it, it I, I just feel that it's that much more impactful, um, and more aligned with my decision-making process. Well, I, I can tell you what it, the big impact for me is I found out that the, the business I have is a gift. Mm-hmm. I don't own it. He owns it. Absolutely. You know? And then that was a head turner, number one, that I am a steward of it because it was a gift that's given to me and I have to steward it. And that puts a whole different spin on how you're looking through things. I, I'm sure that changed your lens a little bit too, right? Uh, that these are kingdom businesses. This is what the whole thing is about. Uh, the other part of it was is that, um, as I've shared you know, in my personal testimony, but also when I've addressed uh, business groups, Christian groups, I introduce them to who I report to. God is the chairman of my company. Jesus Christ is the CEO, and the Holy Spirit is the COO. And with those guys are for me, who can be against me? And then, of course, after that, I hold up my Bible. And I said, here is my company manual. Everything I need to know about running and leadership and a business, how to treat people, all that stuff is right here in this Bible. As a matter of fact, John Maxwell has published a mm-hmm. number of books based on it. So, you know, it, what could be wrong with that, right? Yeah. But yeah, I, I full square. I was so thrilled when you told me, hey, Bob, I'm joining Convene. That's great. That's great. And I know it's been impactful for you oh, in many different ways. And, and you've shared that in the past. Um, you know, when, when we look at some of these things, too, uh, you know, how, how do you, what do you do when you're faced with some of these challenges? What's some of the other thing other than, you know, the group for me was iron sharpening iron. I could call these people at two, you know, two o'clock in the morning if I was really having a bad, you know, something going on in my life that I could rely on that kind of stuff. And just a lot of fellowship, both male and female that we got into and just a lot of trust. As a matter of fact, to be honest with you, for the first year in this show, guess what it, where my guests were? They were all C12 brothers and sisters because I knew what they knew, what faith and work combining those two things really looked like. And, and so that, wasn't a, that was another gift that was given to me because, you know, eight years ago I had no, absolutely nothing in the galaxy of my thinking. This is what I'd be doing, you know, <laughs> and putting the show on. But here we are eight years later and it's over 700 interviews. Um, you know, facing the challenges, so let's just do a little bit of that. So what's, what now are you doing when you're facing a challenge? Well, um, I, I just want to say there's something else that, you know, I, uh, has helped me uh, in convene is that it's it's OK to make money yes. as a as a yes. Christian business owner. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, like you said, if, you know, God's the CEO and, uh, you know, God, or God's the owner. And yeah. and in order to, to do more for God's kingdom, we have to we have to grow a business. Right. Yep. So, yep. Um, you know, it is a gift that's been given and it's a and it's an opportunity to grow something to make more of an impact. <laughs> For God's kingdom, um, so you know when I'm faced with a challenge, um, or when when uh, I'm faced with a difficult decision, um, something that uh, I'm reading a book right now called Sacred Pace, okay, by Terry Looper, okay, and um, that was it was recommended uh, by one of the members of my convene group actually, but um, 
what I'm really liking about that book is all, it's all about what, what uh, Terry Looper calls getting neutral, um, mm. getting to a point where I'm okay with absolutely whatever direction God wants me to go in. Um, that it, it, you know, it, it's not about my own desires and my own, you know, trying to think into the future of where I see my business going and just, yeah. um, just trusting God and also, uh, asking God to give me, um, give me peace with, uh, with, um, you know, and contentment with whatever decision, whatever direction he chooses for my business, knowing that his plan is way better than mine. Yeah. And boy, I'll tell you, that's a big one right there, buddy. Letting your hands off the wheel. You know, you business owners out there, entrepreneurs and everything, aren't we ones that really want to have control over everything, mm-hmm. you know? So when I came to the Lord, I had to understand one thing that, that uh, actually my spiritual mentor gave to me is, Bob, up until this point in time, you had your hand on the wheel. Now you got to get in the back seat and let him drive. And uh, metaphorically, I mean, visually, I visualize that when I'm getting all balled up and I'm like, I got my hand on the wheel. I get this tap on the shoulder again, you know, <laughs> hey. Uh, get in the back seat. You know, mm-hmm. Let him drive. And you're absolutely right. It's so much better when he's driving than me, you know, because <laughs> I got lots of stories I could tell you where I made a lot of left hand turns, you know, in business and otherwise. So uh, let's let's share with the audience here real quick some words of wisdom that you would have given to your younger self now knowing what you know. Well, main thing is God is real. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> God is real. And, um, and uh, you know, and, and, and Jesus uh, – Really was the Son of God and okay. died, uh, to, you know, to to bring us salvation. Um, you know, it was a sacrifice, um, and uh, you know, kind of back to what we were saying that God is in control. Yeah. Um, and if 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 I'm not, you know, when I wasn't believing that God was in control, um, I was by default putting myself in that throne and. Mm-hmm. Man, I did a terrible job. (laughs) (laughs) Well said, brother. Well said. Hey, uh, we got to get this out on the table. You you, you alluded to it quickly. I hope he wasn't going to spoil it earlier. But uh, what's interesting, funny, cool, or amazing about you? Uh, well, I, uh, have a, a, another endeavor where I'm a children's book author as well. Um, I've, I've, uh, I've got one book that was published November of 2020 and, uh, that's called when you hear the thunder rumble. Oh, and, I love it. <laughs> um, and, um, and then I've got my second book coming out uh, very soon um, and a couple more in the works. Oh, wow. Folks, you got to stay tuned for this one. <laughs> now, are these out on Amazon or can you oh, buy yeah. them? Yeah. Whereabouts? Matt, How, MattDauthor.com is the MattDauthor.com. And, and the name of the book again is? The first one is When You Hear the Thunder Rumble. And it's about uh, not being afraid of thunderstorms. Oh, um, wow. My, my, my five year old and three year old kids are my inspiration. That's awesome. <laughs> so stay tuned on that one. He's got a lot in him. As you heard, he was a journalism major over at that <laughs> great little uh, college called Northwestern, was it? University? All right, brother. Hey, listen, um, we want to get um, get it out there again. You have to text us at 312-210-0603 and the keyword barometer quickly in the remaining time. What is that? What are they going to get? Well, a lot of the work that we do for our clients is in – uh, the realm of client appreciation, mm-hmm. employee engagement, and recruiting. Okay. So we've put together um, an assessment where a business uh, a, a business leader can assess uh, how well their their organization is doing in those three departments, and um, it's a pretty comprehensive uh, assessment. It takes about five minutes to to just you know run through the the questionnaire that we've put together. Okay. Um, but you get a nice little report um, showing 
where you stand, um, things that uh, that you can do to to improve upon, and things that you can do to to really capitalize upon what you're already doing well. Um, and it's uh, just you know something that we wanted to put together to add some more value to uh, to our clients. All right, folks, you guys stay tuned. The next one, we got a mystery subject that Matt and I are going to roundtable here in our last segment. So you got to stay tuned for that. And again, get out there and text me at 312-210-0603 to get the uh, PDF of the brand uh, evaluation that he's gonna, we're going to be sending out to you, okay? We'll be right back with my special guest, Matt Deutschman. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here, and before I get the way, we got a special event coming up here in Chicago, actually all over the country, uh, Thursday and Friday, August the 5th and 6th, and that's the GL Summit, GLS Summit here in Chicago. It's been going on for 26 years now, I believe. So you want to get out there. It's fabulous what's going to happen this year. I'll be there live this year. And you want to get out to uh, globalleadership.org forward slash summit to get out there. Get your tickets. There's still tickets available. There's all kinds of remote sites out there that you can plug into all over the country. So whoever's listening to this, make sure you get out. Don't miss this. This is a fabulous event that's coming up. Hey, we're back here with Matt Deutschman, the CEO of Double... Take promotional marketing, and we got a subject we're going to roundtable here today uh, that I know you're just going to want to hear about because I think this is fabulous because he is the person that can talk about this. And so, what's it going to be, Matt? What are we talking about? Uh, I am just I'm in love with my team. Ah, right there you it's, go. Uh, it's been an been an awesome experience building a team in this business. Let's talk about that because that really is critical. Because you started out, you didn't even have an employee when you got here, right? Uh, when I first started, moved to Chicago, right, I was just okay. myself. Okay. So let's talk about that. What's uh, Why are you so happy about your team? Um, I just, you know, when you, know, you, when you asked me earlier, um, you know, what's something that's unique about what we do and how we do it? And I talked about, um, you know, our method for taking a client through discovery and, and asking questions. Um, what occurred to me, I did kind of a, a brand refresh about six years ago and um, that you know the double take way of doing things um, it was important to me to, to establish that and that it wasn't just Matt Deutschman's way of doing things this is this is something that I needed to codify right um, that this is this is what sets us apart and this is um, this is what we do well this is what we do this is what makes us unique and this is how we do it so that I could train other people into the system mm-hmm. um, and that's the leverage to, to really grow the business yeah um, so I, I want to I, I dig into that a little bit because, as you know, I, I counsel people a lot, and particularly hiring salespeople and management. So uh, when you looked at this and you started building your team out, how, how did you start to figure out who would be good team members and, and what's that going to look like? That's an interesting question because, yeah, it started out um, as, uh, like, tactical, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the position that needed to be filled or the, the tasks that I needed uh, accomplish the tasks I, I wanted to delegate. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first hire um, was a production manager um, to handle all of our uh, our projects once they entered the production phase. Um, and uh, I would say over the years, as we've added more and more people to our team, we're a team of, uh, of five now. Um, it has uh, the the um, the importance of the role itself. Is is still there, 
but the cultural fit has become even more and more important. Bingo. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I hire for personality. Mm-hmm. I hire for, um, f- you know, personality fit and personality type, mm-hmm. um, demeanor, um, you know, so recently, you know, as our team has grown, we've, uh, we recently just, um, brought on a new, uh, production manager, our previous, my first hire from five years ago, um, is now in a different role within the company. Um, okay. and more importantly than, you know, the work experience, prior experience, um, or the, the confidence that the person can handle the task. I was looking for someone with the demeanor that uh. we needed to be in that, uh, that production manager role within the company. Um, and we, we have just a really well-rounded team. We really collaborate well. We count on one another, uh, immensely. And, um, we all bring different strengths and, uh, and different, um, uh, just different perspectives, uh, to the company. And that has enabled us to grow and to problem solve and innovate. Now, uh, do the people, does your team know that you're a Christian? Yes. Okay. So that's not you not hiding your basket or light under a basket there. They know that you're a Christian. Do they know that, that what you stand for as far as your faith within yes. the organization? Yeah. Yes. Um yeah, absolutely. I mean something that that we say often is um that you know we always going back to that that quote from the beginning that we always we as a company always do what is right in all mm-hmm. situations. That does not mean that's not equivalent to saying the customer is always right. Right. Because if if what the customer is asking of us would put us in a position where we're not doing right by our suppliers or, or where I'm not doing right in something that I'm, I'm asking of a member of my team, right. um, then the customer is not right in that scenario. Um, and, and in no way is that said to, you know, badmouth any, <laughs> any of our customers. It's rare that a, a situation like an ethical decision like that really comes up. But, um, but Well, you vet the customers pretty closely or any prospects. I mean, that, that's part of the stage up front. Knowing exactly what it is and how you do things and the kind of clients that you can work with, that's a big part of it. And, uh, and saying no when it's not a fit. Mm-hmm. You and know, bu- that's, and that's building a relationship. Yeah. And building relationships and all that. Uh, you know, the, uh, because that is an important part. I mean, culturally, there's got to be a fit. There's got to be an attitude fit, you know, and all those kind of things because that's what makes a, t- a winning team mm. in putting that together. But also when you bring around that, the faith element, you know, as your walk, not necessarily proselytizing people or being more there with them, reading scripture to them, although that a lot of companies that I know do do that. They have prayer meetings and people can join in whether, whether they want to or not. They, it's offered. Um, but it's really walking that out and how you're showing up for your clients, how you're showing up for the vendors and how you're showing up for your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the leader, that's really what it's about. You yeah. Know? Actually, I I attended the Global Leadership Summit back in 2018, and I remember um, Danny Meyer was one of the speakers there. He's a restaurateur from my hometown, New York, Uh Um, and he talked about – and I've since read his book, Setting the Table, where he talks about kind of like – I think he calls it the inverted uh, model where – Typically, a business is concerned about the the financial stakeholders and shareholders first, then yep. customers, then uh, vendors, then employees. Yep. And he inverts Flipped that, it, and that's right. exactly what we do. And 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 you know, I care more about my team. I know that if my team is well taken care of, and that if we have a tight knit relationship with one another, um, then we're all going to maximize the effort that we do for our clients. And as a result, we're going to serve our clients even better, and uh, and and serve the community that we. 
that we exist in even better. Well, the, and the, the huge part of that, they feel like they're a part of the whole process. You know, when you have a team, when you got input from that, and they're not afraid to speak up, they're not afraid to give their ideas or disagree with something, that just strengthens that strand. It's like those three strands of rope, right? Mm-hmm. How much stronger they are than one or two. And you're absolutely right. I mean, um, and, 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 there's a lot of talk about culture. There's a lot of talk about this stuff. It's living it out. You know, it's walking it. And, and people follow that. You know, they see that. And leadership is a big part of that. So my hat's off to you. You know, you're, you've invested in yourself. You're investing in getting better. You're investing in running a God-honoring business. And that is huge. It really And it stands out because we are called to do business in excellence, to work with excellence. And I think with the team, no matter you know, what their backgrounds are, to work with excellence shows that. And that's really what you've built. So any of you out there that want to get some professional marketing stuff, you've got to get a hold of Matt. How are they going to get a hold of you? Uh, you can check out our website, doubletakepromotionalmarketing.com. Okay. So get there and check it out. You heard it firsthand right here. And you've heard some great stories about some of the stuff that he's done, particularly in those vertical markets. So anybody that's out there, and I know you got a heart for not-for-profits, you know, uh, there's a, a portion of what you do is that, to help not-for-profits, too. So, hey, listen, I've got some exciting stuff that's coming up. I'm going to tease you a little bit, but uh, Faith Marketplace is forming a collaboration with a fabulous organization out of Minneapolis. We're going to be starting it up up here. It's called G7 Networking with Purpose. So stay tuned in coming weeks. I'm going to unfold that for you. That's part of a bigger uh, organization that's now starting to roll out nationwide and that is Ambassadors for Business. So you're going to be seeing some stuff on our website and some other announcements that we're going to be making. But I'm just proud to say that we're going to be affiliated with that Faith Marketplace. And that organization are coming together here in Chicago. And we've got some just terrific things that we're going to be presenting in the future. So here you go. Now, Faith Marketplace equips individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources and community to make kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. So we're going to be back here next Saturday, noon to 1 o'clock here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. I'm Bob Lambert, host of Faith Marketplace Radio. I want you to get out there, check us out. we got podcasts that go back all seven years, fabulous guests that we've had on there. I want you to check out the resources that we have, and we're going to be back here again next Saturday, noon to 1 o'clock here in Chicago. (laughs) 